0: Oh, that looks really cool. I love that visual. I don't know where
1: she's going, but it looks really cool. You know, right. Did you hear something? <laughs>
0: oh, Into the Spider-Verse music right choice of
1: this is pretty great. Yeah, I gotta admit, you know? Yo,
0: I love I love how she just like walks in the air with I'm the crystals, bro. The I love that look.
1: I'm in the Super Bowl in a mirror maze. You know
0: what Ooh, the they fist. still got the
1: big Ooh. fist. I mean, that's all I care about. You just want the big right. old hand slapping me. <laughs> Excited she is. Welcome Even to Polani the MCU. Come on, so come. endearing. I can't get over it. Like she's having so much fun living her right? best life I, in this role. I world.
0: love a superhero just having fun, just being a goof. Like that's why I right? love shows like this. It's...
1: I, you can't help but love it. Like I, I'm gonna love this show, and she's like so perfect. She's a cast. dork.
0: She's an adorable dork, <laughs> yeah. and I love adorable dorks.
1: Exactly. I feel like this. <laughs> Uh, this is a person I was friends with in high school That like when I was a kid I had a crush on I'm like no uh, I'm just gonna leave me alone She's too cool for me right. Like, like We all had a friend like this in high school And like that's oh, uh, like You can imagine her being friends with Peter Parker And like I hope Bro, that I was a point they could have I was the biggest
0: out. nerd of all time So like whenever I saw like super nerdy girls would be like oh my god I get I'm in fear <laughs> I can't even believe it <laughs>
1: I will wait till my senior year of college to begin uh, talking to (laughs) him. That was me. Uh, and that was just talking. I mean, it took a few years after that for anything actually to happen. But anyway, welcome back to New Rockstars. Miss Marvel is the new MCU superhero in a six-episode series coming to Disney Plus on June 8th with Iman Valani as Kamala Khan, a Pakistani-American Captain Marvel fangirl living in Jersey City who gets her own powers. But since Kamala is best known for her limb stretching and her fist embiggening, why did Marvel really change her powers for this live-action title? Come on! Come Kamala. on, Kamala! On. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that works. We'll, we'll see if we stick with that. Anyway, this is Inside Marvel. It's New Rockstar's weekly Marvel reaction show. And this week, we're talking about Kamala Khan and how great Iman Vellani is in this role and the perhaps deeper reason why Marvel might be updating her power set. I'm Eric Voss. With me is MT. Bro, I am so
0: excited to finally see Kamala Khan on the big screen or on the live-action screen, anyway, because, like, it just... I, I just feel like it was yesterday that she that she just premiered and, like, now we're seeing her in live action. Like, this character means so much to a lot of people and, like, especially, yeah. like, Pakistani people. So, like, I'm just excited. I love when, like, new representation comes because, like, I know that there's going to be a group of people that are going to be as hype as I was when Black Panther came out because, like, it's this is really cool. This is really cool. This is, like, monumental. Like, I yeah. love it. It's dope. Uh,
1: she's, she's so lovable and she's all personality, this one. All like, personality. <laughs> she's just so much fun to watch. <laughs> Um, But we want to talk about our power set. I know this is a big question a lot of people have about the way they're doing Miss Marvel um, because we're so accustomed to seeing just like a big old fist. Uh, But like now people are wondering, well, why did they make it look like a genie projection or a green lantern kind of thing? Uh, To me, I'm just saying I don't care what color the fist is as long as we see the fist
0: yeah. we just need the big old fist action.
1: whether it's this fist or uh, other people saying about, Mephisto, uh, that's always going to be what people are worried about. I, it sounds like on Disney the dark Plus, Marvel. Mephisto in the night, Mephisto. <laughs> uh, so we're going to get to know all about Kamala Khan, uh, this new young hero joining the Avengers lineup, and how her powers work exactly. And I actually think there may be a deeper reason why they updated it. It, I don't think it's just to avoid comparison to Mister Fantastic. Uh, from the get-go. Um, and there may be other things. This may just be the early stage of the evolution of her powers. There's going to be a lot we talk about. There could be some deeper connection that we're all missing currently. But before we talk about that, keep an eye out in the next few days for the release of Moon Knight-themed merch from NewRockStarsMerch.com. There already is some cool stuff related to Moon Knight available for purchase on NewRockStarsMerch.com. Uh, but they're going to be talking about a new latest Obsession shirt. I can't wait to get it. I can't wait for you guys to see it. So sign up for their newsletter on the website so that that way you will know exactly when the shirt is available. Um, But, MT, what is our question coming out of this trailer?
0: Well, uh, come on, Kamala. Why is the MCU changing Kamala Khan's powers? I mean, everyone seems up in arms about it. I mean, us, I mean, we seem to be pretty chill about it. But, like, why do do you think that happened,
1: Eric? Really, from the get-go, Marvel Studios is gonna have to go in a different direction with Kamala Khan's powers and origin story because uh, Kamala is a relatively recent addition, as you alluded to. MT to the Marvel Comics, she was introduced only back in 2013, and at this point, the movie universe was already in its second phase. So uh, this was something that like Kevin Feige spotted the popularity of, and says, "Oh, we gotta, we gotta get her in live action." Uh, so uh, Kamala was a Captain Marvel fangirl who then gets hit with an outbreak of Terrigen Mist from like a Terrigen bomb that, hit, that goes throughout Jersey City, and then she enters this as all Inhuman uh, evolution happens through a cocoon, it, but we actually see a really cool perspective from her from inside her cocoon where she envisions her heroes captain marvel and iron man and and uh captain america and they all speak to her through this cloud of mist and one cool thing about the uh, kamala khan comics is that it's all like lowercase you know as opposed to like the typical uppercase uh, uh comic uh, text so it's just like lowercase it just feels like this is a teenager scrawling this right. you know in her own kind of <laughs> fan fiction which is part totally of the fun of it too. um and it's really from her inner desire to be more like uh, Carol Danvers' Captain Marvel that uh, that actually results in her taking on a similar power set, except really what she's known for is this like goofy but wonderful ability to embiggen her body parts. She can stretch her arms out. She can make her fists really big, and she uses that to beat up her enemies. It's just really fun. It's really the best-known component of her powers from the comics. But yeah, as, as you may have seen now in live action, uh, on uh, we saw this actually back in the Disney Plus Day footage in November, and now in this trailer, this series is certainly altering Kamala's origin and powers. And it somewhat makes sense because Terrigen Mist has been linked with the Inhumans. That's the Kree technology that they use to mutate humans into Inhumans and give them powers. And we should be careful, I guess, using the word mutate because Inhumans and mutants are different things. Mutants are born with the X gene and humans are Kree experiments uh, created with that Terrigen Mist in the cocoon process. Uh, We have not really explored Terrigen Mist in the MCU films, However, we did see it in the TV series, of course, *The Inhumans*, the the one and done season that we saw on ABC, but really in *Agents of Shield*. That's the character Quake, of course, emerged from the the Terrigen process.
0: You don't think there's gonna be a season two of *Inhumans*, Eric? You don't think that's coming? I've
1: been waiting for I, it. I don't know. Sorry, <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I mean, hey, <laughs> maybe we get Black Bolt on *The Illuminati*. And he whispers something and everyone's head explodes and then uh and then he gets to remake the MCU the way he thinks it should be made. But uh
0: <laughs> I hope I the doubt only it. thing that Black Bolt says is uh we don't talk about season one of, of uh, inhumans. We <laughs> don't talk about season
1: one one. <laughs> we don't talk about inhumans. But anyway, um uh, Yes, but Quake and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., we absolutely want to be MCU canon. In many people's mind, it is MCU canon. It never was an MCU canon. Even Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. final season gave us a perfect roadmap of how this could connect by just being an alternate timeline. And yeah, I think the fact that Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is coming to Disney+, Plus that's... That seems to be the direction they're going, and maybe things like Inhumans, Inquake, and Terrigen Mist can all just be MCU canon, finally confirmed. But uh, they are apparently doing something different with Kamala Khan. Instead, her powers come from these bracelets that she finds in a chest in an attic. Now, we've speculated these could be the uh, negabands from the Captain Marvel comics that would link the wearer to the negative zone. Or they could be the quantum bands of quasar that allow for similar energy projection, similar power sets. I think they're just going to be something new, but with properties from both of these things. Um, Because really, there are two sources of this power that I think the series might suggest. Two sources that could just end up being the same thing. So I'm going to run through both options. Option one being just Kree tech in the negative zone, as I mentioned. Because since Kamala's powers manifest via wish fulfillment, I think that's the key. And it's very similar to the nature of the Cree Supreme intelligence that we saw, you know, Dr. Wendy Lawson, uh, Annette Benning's w- was the form that it took, but it really, it's a, it's a um, shape-shifting form. That's whatever is in the mind of the observer. Um, so the fact that both of those things are, are linked and the fact that we know that Kamala Khan's going to team up with Captain Marvel, it just seems like they could be that form of, of nega bands that uh, transport Kamala to the negative zone and that, uh, the Kree Supreme Intelligence draws power from that and and all of it is just kind of like your mind manifests what it is. But the second option is the Quantum Realm because we have long believed that the Quantum Realm really was the MCU's equivalent of the Negative Zone and that perhaps the Fantastic Four actually got stranded in the Quantum Realm instead of the Negative Zone and got their powers there along with Victor Von Doom and that could all link with Kang and, and Quantumania uh, because in Ant-Man the Wasp, Janet Van Dyne told Hank Pym that her quantum healing powers were a kind of evolution from being exposed to quantum energy for a long period of time. And we also know that the quantum realm has these same kind of mental projection properties. Hank Pym initially projected around himself his old home before Janet found him and snapped him out of it. So it has that similar kind of whatever you want the most in the world is where you are and what you are. Uh, the Quantum Realm has that kind of insanity going on. So we could be seeing a similar thing with Kamala's powers. These bracelets might transport her to the Quantum Realm. She gets hit with radiation briefly there and comes back with these new powers manifested from her own mental self-image. Just to clarify, she does still embiggen parts of her bodies. Like, we see her fist get really big a few times in the trailer. And her limbs, if you look closely in a lot of these shots, they are stretching out. The difference is they just kind of have this crystallic energy layer to them. Uh, that seems to be projected from her body as opposed to just like her flesh itself stretching, um, And I do think it's still possible for the source of the Kree supreme intelligence power uh, to be from the quantum realm. And that all of this, the negative zone the quantum realm, it is still the same thing. And this is something that might just get revealed in the Marvels or in Ant-Man the Wasp Quantumania. And that's really why they're changing Kamala's powers to better reflect that, a clue to that reveal. But MT, before we start rolling, you came up with uh, your own thoughts for why they may be showing it this way. What do you think?
0: Well, first of all, like, those are really great thoughts. I really loved your connection to the quantum realm on how... Um, Hank Pym, like, really just ended up projecting, using his mind to, like, project things here, because, like, that's sort of um, the similar vibe that we're seeing here with with Kamala Khan here. So, like, I really like that connection because, like, she sort of uses her, like, this, her, whatever power that she has through this bracelet to, like, sort of project this, like, purple thing, like, purple essence out of her, sort of like Hank Pym did. So I like that connection there. I was mentioning earlier that, like, this could very well be, like, the early stages, potentially, of um, Kamala Khan actually becoming the Kamala Kamala Khan that we know from the comics, like the stretchy um, woman, the stretchy little girl. Because um, in the series, we know that uh, Kamala Khan really loves Captain Marvel. And Captain Marvel's powers are very energy-based. And, like, she likes to project energy from her hands. And so we see Kamala do this in the trailer when she uses energy blast to uh, close the door on her dad. So um, I think that throughout this series, and we hear it in the trailer of her mom just being like, who are you? Like, like, who are you? Like, you want to be... Captain Marvel so badly but who are you as a person Kamala? And so I think that there is a potential for this series to sort of be an origin story where like this these bracelets sort of like help you enhance who you are. So like whereas when she stops wanting to be Captain Marvel wants to be herself maybe like we see a different form of her powers manifesting through the stretchy ability. Who knows? That's just a, a theory. I like that game theory. I,
1: I like that. I think there's there's plenty of room in this MCU for multiple characters who can stretch out, turn themselves into sails or or big old fists. Like the fact that we already have like. I don't know, three to four different characters who are essentially Iron Man, right? You have you have Iron Man, you have War Machine, who's basically doing the same thing. And uh the Iron Spider armor is essentially a variant of Iron Man armor. You have Pepper Pot's rescue armor, which is basically another Iron Man in the in the game. Like, and then we have like Re-plash. Captain America is just like the best of the Super Soldiers, which is the same power set as Bucky Barnes, which is the same power set as uh, John Walker. So, like if we can have like multiple versions of those things. Why can't we have multiple stretchers? Like, exactly. you know, there's nothing wrong with that's that. True. So hopefully, I think but let's get right. Elastigirl into the MCU.
0: Evolution. I think that's what we need yeah. to just we uh, get Elastigirl into <laughs> multiverse madness. Okay, let's get that. You're trying to get into Elastigirl
1: MCU. into every conversation, uh, and um, I get um, it. I'm a big Elastigirl I get, I get
0: stan. She's um, she's a, she's a yeah. good mom. Oh, we, all right we all are. We
1: <laughs> all, yeah. We're uh, every every gentleman of a certain age is a fan. of that <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's when I knew I liked women, Eric. I mean, That's when I knew.
1: You're <laughs> you gonna drag me off Pixar Pier when I go to California <laughs> I'm Like, no, she might come back. She's coming. No, yeah. I think <laughs> I think uh I I I think all characters, when they get introduced into the MCU, their powers evolve over time. Like even Iron Man's abilities movie to movie have gotten more uh expanded, more enhanced. Uh, Scarlet Witch! entered Age of Ultron is just doing her hand dancing and now she can project reality in crazy ways and become an insane sorcerer so give it time give it time I, from what I've seen so far this is totally fun and what I like most about this character is just what Iman Villani bringing to the role and how how she's just like a goofy teenager dealing with bullies and, and uh, dealing with like family issues and, and her uh, cultural norms coming into conflict with what she wants like I'm far more interested in that you know
0: uh, I, yeah I love this really just it just seems really realistic and it seems like it just really just grounded just like hey i'm just a goofy kid like i'm not like you know like i, I like it, i feel like a lot of superhero comics especially like when they, the comic books first started there was always like this in, ingrained sense of like i can do it like immediately and like obviously like she feels like she can do it through like um you know captain marvel's inspiration here but like it just you could just sort of see like how like how is this girl going to become a superhero like how is like i feel like we it's going to be a lot more relatable because we're going to see her mess up we're going to see her just sort of fumble her way into becoming a hero that she's always wanted to be like i like that perspective rather than you know i'm tony stark and i already have the means and the confidence
1: and like i can already sort of kick ass already um, well, by myself. And, and like the and so way like, she stumbles into this is something that's natural for her character. It's not an accident. It looks like she's like her mom might confiscate her cosplay outfit. So she goes to the attic looking for other stuff to put on, finds these bracelets saying, This kind of looks like Cree stuff from what I've seen, puts it on, and it's actual Cree tech. And then when she goes to this A Day convention where she's cosplaying, it accidentally activates. So it's through her actual want to emulate this. Uh, she's a cosplayer. And that, it's like the wish fulfillment of everyone who's cosplayed at Comic-Con or any of these conventions. What if, like, what if this blinking Iron Man uh, arc reactor actually works and I could actually fly in this moment? Like, that, what an exciting thing that any fan ever who is dressed up as these characters for a convention, for a fan event, for, for Halloween... Or just any day of the week in our, alone in our bedrooms. Like we could relate to this. You know, what if this actually right. worked? Like how exciting. Bruh, I would is be that? geeking
0: out just like her, man. I would be I, her probably the exact same reactions. I'd be like, all right, time to if I mean for me, I love frogman, so if I got a frog-based power, they'd be like time to pretend to be frogman and get myself immediately killed. Um, so yes, um, I, I feel this. I'm, I'm a I think that's
1: what's I'm, most exciting um, about the series. I think everyone can truly relate with that. Also relating with like a high school um, a, a career counselor, saying can you plan out your entire life um you know pick pick a college because this college has the best major and then uh you have to take this class this class this class and this class oh and you should have already been doing this middle school because you know if you haven't already tested this oh you're screwed you're screwed you're screwed like it, that that pressure of feeling like you have to have your entire life figured out when you're 16 or 17 years old like yeah, is i insane. have it's a so sister stupid. that
0: is going through this exact same thing with college I and like yeah, no, I could totally, yeah, it's the worst. And, like, I remember going through it myself. And, like, there's a lot of just pressure at that specific time. So to become a superhero during that time, not really great for your grades, I'm, I'm assuming. Yeah. For, especially and, for...
1: And um, I, I don't want to derail any, like, uh, if you're a younger person watching this video right now, I know most of our the people who watch this are, might be a little bit older, but uh, you don't have to have it all figured out. You, you totally do not have to have don't. it all figured out. And anyone who tells you that is just trying, they're just... Also trying to figure it out in their 40s and 50s, or however old they are, because they are following these guidelines, freaking out that they're going to lose their job if they don't help kids get into college, better colleges, because they're dealing with all their pressures too. But even if like you don't get into the right college, it's not going to be the wrong college. You're gonna you're gonna figure it out. You're gonna meet people there, uh, or even if you don't go to college, if you take a gap year or you don't want to go to college, you're gonna figure out where you need to go, and it's going to be great. Yes, it's, it's going, going to, to be, be okay. awesome. <laughs> Don't, you know, worry. You just, all, Don't worry. Don't you worry. You'll to do, get to where you need to go. Like
0: honestly, like all life is is just living a life according to your values. So as long as you know what your values are at the moment, and that you just just trust yourself, you'll you'll figure it out. Like trust me, no one really knows what they're doing. That's the secret to life. No one knows what they're doing. Even the all the adults that they that tell you that they know what they're doing, they're lying. Because like we're all we're literally on a globe floating in space where no one knows what, what they're doing. So. Hooray! Just do what you want. You can do it.
1: And yep. And uh, I'll tell you, I never thought YouTuber would be a job, but it exists now. And if you think being an influencer is a job you want, trust me, there's going to be new technologies, new industries that exist by the time you're entering the workforce, and you'll figure it out. You're going you're gonna to take my job and then, like, destroy new rock stars with something better. So uh, come at us. Take our job.
0: Seriously. Like, the next new I rock stars, it. our replacements uh, when we're old, uh, they're going to come. It could be you. So uh, This has
1: accidentally become therapy for teens, none of whom are probably watching this video anyway. But if you are.
0: After school special. Save this for after school. Take it from school. your
1: Uncle MT and Uncle Eric. Where we got your backs. We're here for you. We're keeping the seat warm for you. Uh, we made the mistakes anyway. in
0: our youth, so you don't have to. Yes.
1: <laughs> we are terrible influences, probably. <laughs> anyway. Um, We're going to get back to this conversation of uh, who Kamala Khan might be fighting in this show. Who's going to be the villain, the antagonist, the foe of this show. Um, And why she will eventually join the Marvels in uh, the Marvels coming next year. But first, we want to thank some people who helped us make this episode. Our friends at Helix! MT and I have to be on our A-game during Inside Marvel recording sessions. We can't afford to have a bad night of sleep because of a crappy mattress. That's why we love our Helix mattresses. Thanks to Helix for sponsoring this episode. Helix Sleep is a quiz that matches your body type and your sleep prep is to the perfect mattress for you they have soft medium and firm mattresses mattress is great for cooling you down if you sleep hot even a even a helix plus mattress for plus size sleepers i have a helix mattress and i love it mt's helix mattress is getting delivered soon so he'll report back I on know, how much I he loves it, it in some future episodes you got it already we've got to those yes. talking points how did Wait, your thoughts mt how do you feel
0: bro like my god i've been sleeping on this for a week and this is not even like a cap this is not even exaggeration my sleep has literally improved so much from my old mattress. Like what? I my life, I like my whole body feels so much better. So I, I feel so refreshed. So please look at the Helix. My God. I, I You I, heard the I, man, folks.
1: <sighs> from God's <laughs> mouth to your ears. He loves his mattress, and you will love I it really too. Do. We're not just Shills reading copy. We both <laughs> sleep on Helix mattresses. It really has been the best sleep of our lives. Get yourself a helix. It ships right to your door for free. No need to go to a mattress store. Just go to HelixSleep.com slash InsideMarvel. Take their two-minute sleep quiz. They'll match you to a customized mattress that will give you the best sleep of your life. They have a 10-year warranty and you get to try it out for 100 nights risk-free. They'll even pick it up for you if you don't love it, but you will. Helix is offering up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners at HelixSleep.com slash InsideMarvel. We also want to thank Upstart for sponsoring this episode. If you have multiple credit card balances each month and are only paying the minimums, barely making a dent in your credit card debt, it can be discouraging. But Upstart can help you pay off your existing debt quickly so you can feel like you're finally getting ahead. Whether it's paying off your credit cards, consolidating high-interest debt, or funding personal expenses, over a million people have used Upstart to get one fixed monthly payment with a clear payoff date. Upstart knows you are more than just your credit score, so rather than looking at your credit score alone, Upstart's model considers other factors like your income, your employment, other information provided in your loan application to find you a smarter rate for your loan. You can check your rate without impacting your credit score in just five minutes for loans between $1,000 and $50,000. You can receive funds as fast as one business day after a accepting your loan find out how upstart can lower your monthly payments today when you go to upstart.com slash marvel that's upstart.com slash marvel don't forget to use our url to let them know that we sent you loan amounts will be determined based on your credit income and certain other information providing your loan application go to upstart.com slash marvel we also want to thank stance for sponsoring this episode we're big fans of the socks from stance Here at New Rockstars, they're super comfortable and have great designs. They also have some very cool designs that I love, like uh, ones made in collaboration with Pixar, the NBA, Star Wars. Now they're expanding with all new active apparel line. They have a super soft line of sweatpants and joggers, shirts, hoodies, hats, and more. Embrace the life of superior comfort and creative expression with everyday active apparel that truly is stitched different. It's always fun when you sit down and your socks show just a little bit under your pants to reveal a cool design, show yourself off, Now, both the pants and the socks can be from Stance. Stance's philosophy is that you should never have to sacrifice your own personal style for the sake of comfort. And now you don't have to. Whether you're relaxing around the house, working out at the gym, or running all over town, Stance now delivers its signature, softness, and creativity in a full line of active apparel styles from toe to head. Stance has got you covered. Head on over to Stance.com and get 15% off your first purchase. Use the promo code MARVEL at checkout to apply. Enjoy the color comfort of a life less ordinary with stance stitched different all right mt back to this miss marvel trailer i want to ask you who do you think will be the villain of this miss marvel series or will it have a
0: villain see that's a that's the big question because this trailer didn't really show us give us a, a really good idea of who the villain will be i mean we see these four figures standing four, in what yeah. appears to be like a, an alley or some of some sort uh-huh. um uh-huh. and like they're just it gets covered by smoke and we don't really get a good look at their faces um, I think a previous trailer sort of, like, had their faces sort of glitching out a bit, like, like a weird purple glitch out. Um, I could be... Maybe I was just bugging with that. Maybe it was a weird flame uh, framing thing. Um, but, no, I, I think that we could potentially be looking at some type of, you know, extraterrestrial um, Kree-related threat here. That's what I was going to um, say. I think this is an opportunity yeah. to
1: introduce the Kree as the villains.
0: Yeah, and, like, I, I honestly feel like the bigger... Question here is like, why was that bracelet in Kamala's, what appears to be Kamala's attic? And like, I think that Kamala's mom has more to to her than meets the eye. I think she could potentially be a scroll here. And I think that that's what you know, I was gonna say having, we don't know
1: if it's her mom or just someone else she's like looking at yeah. her or snooping around their place, but I think that you're this right. I think that's that's someone is a scroll.
0: yeah, I think that someone in her lineage is a scroll or related and maybe her her father's a Cree. That would be crazy if her father was a Cree and she was a scroll. and like they were just adapted to um our cultures here on earth. but like, um, no, like I think that whatever's happening here there there is that connection to the cosmic, like she says in the trailer. And um, I think I don't know. I just like it's either going to be a Cree type villain like your uh, your Yon Rogs from Captain Marvel, or um, or a Cree adjacent villain. Because like in the comics, she she faces um, this this villain named Cameron, who's in the movie as um, this uh, really attractive um, love interest that she has in in the trailer and in, in her um, in the comics series as well. And uh, he ends up being a villain by the name of Why am I blanking on his name? I think his name is just Cameron. Uh, but he has a he's a he has a he's a new human like she is in the comics and uh he works for this villain by the name of lineage who's this big purple demon man and um I think that we could be a see a secret lineage cameo because of that weird purple flicker that I saw or I thought I saw um in an earlier trailer um, on those four people but uh I don't know I, who knows at this point I think it could just be a um, a crew related person but who do you think
1: yeah I, I don't think I need her parents to be crees or Skrulls. um I think I'd like We've seen too much of like the the parent is also going through the thing. This is like a lineage or a bloodline thing. I kind of like her parents just being uh, her parents and and representing that part of her life to her. But I think someone in her life, maybe her her aunt or her grandmother or so, or someone unrelated to her, preferably uh, that she has to like look after someone in her community. I think it'd be really cool, a cool opportunity to have that person be a scroll. And then that's the scrolls were keeping this Cree weapon away from their Cree uh, enemies. I, I think, I don't know if this show um, might feel too overwhelmed to be in the midst of a Cree scroll shadow war, but just hinting at that war existing while uh, Kamala Khan is stuck in the middle of it could be a really, really fascinating backstory that gets revisited. In Secret Invasion, it sets up that that bigger conflict to come to a boiling point in Secret Invasion. Uh, because other than Skrulls just existing in the MCU, um, and other than that one little line of Fury slash Talos saying, I thought Cree having sleeper cell so was supposed to be top secret information. Um, we haven't really gotten any indication that this war is going on. Also, the fact that Skrull were introduced in Captain Marvel as uh at least Talos' group being a pretty good group of folks, uh, like Marvel needs to do a bit more explaining who are the true villains of the secret invasion conflict. And I, I think we need to learn more who the Kree are and how villainous they, they really are in the Marvel world. Uh, so this could be a good place to do it.
0: Oh yeah, for sure. I, this, this show is definitely the place that it's going to definitely go into the more cosmic side. Cause we see that, um, Kamala Khan is so obsessed with space. You can look all over yeah. the room, there's stars, there's planets, uh-huh. um, there's rocket ships, and like, there's, she, she goes to that little, um, Captain Marvel thing and there's like planets all around. I feel like that's the space is going to be a huge part of this. And, um, we're the, the villain could very well be tied to the Kree for sure. Cause then we have to, like, we're going to talk about next. We have to see that connection to the Marvels and the Marvels are inherently connected to the Tesseract and the Kree and all that stuff. So. Yeah. So,
1: And and let's shift over to that final question. Why and how will Kamala join Captain Marvel and Monica Rambeau in that movie, The Marvels? The Marvels of all the announced titles is probably the one that I have the most trouble depicting what that story will be. I understand the the characters. I just don't understand what that conflict will be, where it will take place. Is it going to be on Earth? Is it going to be on Hala? Is it going to be like in Earth's orbit? Is it going to be on the Eternals based on the moon? Uh, where Captain America is, we all think, right now. Um, like, uh, how is Kamala going to get uh, sucked into that conflict?
0: I, hon- I honestly think that it's going to be through the scrolls, And it's going to be through that connection that the scrolls have to this technology that Kamala has come across. Because uh, we, as we see in Captain Marvel, a lot of the scrolls' technology operates on this weird purple... Um, technology this purple energy and that's the same type of energy with the same color out rather that Kamala exudes from her from her bracelet and we know from the at the end of WandaVision that you know uh, Monica gets whisked up into space by a scroll, and then uh, Captain Marvel has a relationship with the scrolls. so I think that the scrolls are what are going to be the uniting force for Captain Marvel Monica Rambeau and Miss um, Marvel here then um, that's going to be the main thing that draws them together. So I think that it's, it's going to be a scroll type conflict
1: there. Yeah, I think, uh, what think what we might see in Star Wars is a Kree get introduced as kind of like the galactic empire of Star Wars. Like, just this new intergalactic threat that goes planet by planet, invading it, taking it over, setting up this kind of fascist regime. Uh, and I think... That's the that's the kind of plot I want to see explored on the galactic fronts. Like, yeah, on one side we have Gore, the God Butcher, killing everyone who's God associated in uh, Thor: Love and Thunder, uh, whatever, and then we have whatever is going to be the plot of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. But I, I think we need a new galactic villain, and I, I think the Cree need to be established as that. So if you imagine like Captain Marvel fighting the good fight alongside Monica Rambeau and. Uh, and Kamala Khan as kind of the rebels of that of that story. I think that could be a really cool opportunity to explore some kind of like space civil war stuff, planets exploding, uh not just from uh, uh, celestials hatching out of them.
0: Oh yeah, I, I definitely feel like we're, we're they're setting up some type of intergalactic situation between like the Kree and the Skrulls and like other races in the in the galaxy that are going to. Yeah, have the them. The like, Shiar or somewhere the else. The Shiar for sure. Like, they're coming. It's going to be freaking dope, but I cannot wait. Shiar really for want to sure. Shiar for yeah. sure. It's <laughs> a new shirt. Shiar for sure. Um, <laughs> yeah. But no, um, I definitely feel like they're setting up this, this, this huge conflict between all of these races, but then I feel like they're going to have them all come together to face a greater conflict, uh, like the builders, like they did in, in um, the Infinity Saga. Um, where all the all these alien races have to come together to fight a bigger threat, um, making like this huge intergalactic Avengers force that is basically like the Star Wars, and I really want that to happen. I know Kevin Feige is a big fan of Star Wars. So let's let's make that happen. Like the whole MCU Star Wars. For me,
1: I want all these different civilizations to be constantly at war with each other. I never want it to be be resolved. (laughs) I always want there to be room for conflict. I want some Star Wars forever. You always want like your Ronin uh, subgroup to split off and screw everything up. You always want like some scrolls to be like peaceful refugees and some just to be like terrorist assholes. Like I want there, I want there to be like constant (laughs) conflict on the galactic fronts. Um, Exactly. just because I want them to always hate each other I think that's more fun Um, but anyway we'll leave it there for this episode of Inside Marvel this was a delight to to rip open this trailer for all the implications that it now opens up in the MCU as always it is a delight MT Um, now don't forget to check out our many great merch options at NewRockStarsMerch.com again Moon Knight merch is coming you can follow me at Voss. follow MT at Mastertainment subscribe to Inside Marvel wherever you get your podcasts thank you all for watching Bye bye 拜拜